following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. The Huge Show Across Michigan begins another hour of a partnership with Wolverine.com and On3.com previewing Michigan-Purdue in the Big Ten Championship game on Saturday night in Indy and also looking at the 12-0 Wolverines and their season. You can comment at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Inside this hour, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast you can hear at thewolverine.com. His thoughts on the undefeated Wolverines, the matchup with Purdue, and will they get another national championship ring? Anthony Broom from thewolverine.com in less than 30 minutes, and also the impact of another incredible season that isn't over yet for Jim Harbaugh and his staff on the recruiting trail. E.J. Holland, the Michigan football insider for On3.com and the Wolverine.com will join us at the end of the hour. Your comments on anything Michigan football, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, all of our Social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. For the schedule, tickets, and more, just search Grand Rapids Gold. And also follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Doug Skeen is standing by. We'll get to Doug in a moment on the Meyer guest line. Michigan and Purdue Wolverines, a 17-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Hmm. There's going to be, and I, I've said this at the start of every hour, there's going to be some sort of a, a letdown to a point. But we thought that last year, right, uh, after they beat Ohio State at the Big House and they just went and waxed, I'm talking mashed, Iowa. You know, if you look at this team, outside of what happened against Georgia, and you look at that Penn State second half, you look at that Ohio State second half, you look at the last seven games in the fourth quarter, combined three points allowed by Michigan. Three points. Mm. And I keep looking at a team that looks in better shape, better conditioned, better coached. Time and time again, and this was against Ohio State and Columbus. And Coach Brom and Purdue, always feisty. Aiden O'Connell, I think, is the second-best throwing quarterback this side of C.J. Stroud. 
consistently in the Big Ten this year. Michigan secondary was fantastic. I still would like to see a little bit more speed on the edge by the defense, but what they did in the second half. You know, they were in it at halftime. You're like, okay, uh, this is going to be a game. And then Edwards with the cast. The next man up in McCaffrey looking like a fifth-year senior on his way to the NFL. Cornelius, separation everybody's been waiting for. It was like the best half of football you could have. You know, Sam was still with the touchdown save and knockaway. Defensive lineman falling back in the coverage and getting a pick. Getting a, getting calls from officials in Columbus, which, by the way, the Ohio State Assembly has called for an investigation on a referee insurrection in Columbus last Friday. So uh, who knows what will happen there. Maybe they'll all have to go work at Cedar Point for a summer. I don't know if that's a punishment. <laughs> Uh, Doug Scheme is standing by, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com, five-time Big Ten champion, O-lineman, late 80s, early 90s. He's standing by the Meyer guest line. And Doug, you've been a part of a lot of Michigan football games, but from the outside looking in, have you ever seen a better half of football on the road against the number two team in the country than what we witnessed from Michigan this past Friday or Saturday. No, Bill, we, we haven't. First of all, thanks for having me. Yeah, so, I got yeah. to get the holiday weekend right on what days the games were on. Like the Lions played on Thursday. Wait a minute. Friday was the high school state championships. Wait a yeah, Saturday was Michigan-Ohio State. The whole weekend was a blur. It was a blur. It was, it was football overdose, but we enjoyed it, didn't we? Oh, I've man. Been, I, I've missed a Michigan team. Michigan teams win in Columbus. It's been a long, long, long time. The better part of 20 years, more than 20 years, 22 or three, I think. And um, the, to win in that style, and I think it was it was the hammering at the very end with the runs with uh, with uh, Edwards there, and then the plays and the and the way we took their punches, and then just absolutely crushed them. Um, no one saw that coming, um, boy, it, except for the folks in that locker room inside Schumacher Hall. Um, boy, was it was it fun to watch or what? That was just awesome. You know, and a, a domination on the O line. When you look at the blocks, and nothing against Edwards and his home run speed, which I think is even better uh, than Corum. But some of the replays I've seen on the, on the short video clips of the O line just mashing Ohio State on those two touchdown runs. Well, I, I, we've been talking about it all year long. The middle of that offensive line. Dolo with Timmy at center is as good as it gets. Uh, I told a friend the other day, he's as, he's as good of a center as I've seen since Steve Everett, which is one of my teammates way back in the day. And Michigan's had some good ones over the years. Dolo with Timmy is outstanding in there, uh, just the way he smothered guys. And, and I know one of those Edward, Edwards runs, he and the guy just buried that linebacker. Edwards was for the races. That is the difference. It often is if we've seen the stat many, many times. You know, football the best in these big games uh, wins, and uh, ultimately we did. But we did it with that kind of emphatic fashion and just a crushing blow to the Ohio State psyche uh, bill. It just it just goes back to say over and over 
this game is controlled in the trenches. It's one of the trenches, and it's talked about in the broadcast. And people have talked about it since the game. Michigan's dramatic improvement in their offensive line play in the last couple of years is one of the major differences that uh, we're on the cusp of winning a second Big Ten title in a row. So beyond the, the O-line play, what was the most impressive thing to Doug Skeen that you took from that Ohio State domination? Uh, I think the first thing that popped in my head is you just asked me that question. The physical nature of our secondary, uh, when they were coming up to make tackles, uh, and yeah, there were some missed tackles in there, but man, were they tackling hard. Ohio State was catching those footballs and uh, for their short to mid-range routes. They were punished for doing so. A lot of those those balls had kind of floated out to the flat and Stroud had thrown. When the Michigan defender arrived to make the tackle, it was a crushing tackle. And I think over the course of time, that wears on guys that aren't used to it. And so that stands out to me. The other thing is is the constant rotation of that defensive line. And we started to bother Stroud later in the game, and hopefully we were going to do it earlier. Uh, but we certainly kept pounding and pounding and started getting home and, and bothering him a little bit. McGregor on the edge, those two those two tip balls by McGregor on the edge, those were huge uh, plays there. And then obviously the pick by Upshaw and the dynamic nature of the way the guy rotate around in there. It causes problems for opposing offenses, and obviously it did Saturday against Ohio State. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. Uh, you can hear weekly, and also you can listen to their thoughts on the Ohio State win right now at thewolverine.com. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about Michigan's win over Ohio State, their season, and here they are again uh, awaiting a, a Big Ten championship game, this time against Purdue. Purdue playing with house money. I think most people said, hey, I would have taken Wisconsin or Iowa uh, over Purdue. But uh, you're going to face a, a throwing quarterback, probably the second-best thrower this side, uh, C.J. Stroud. So uh, from the outside looking in, early thoughts on Purdue and Michigan Saturday night in Indy? Well, the formula's the same, Bill, right? So so Michigan's going to go in there and look to do the same thing we just saw in this entire season is we're not going to change who we are. We're going to go into this football game. We're going to block and hopefully take time off. Is now suddenly all of a sudden we've got a we've got a passing threat. We've got we've got another tight end that there's a threat in this offense to make a play on you. So that is a new dynamic that Purdue has now has now has to account for because the blueprint coming in was. Load the box, build gaps, cause Michigan's uh, uh, pulling lineman problems, and you can stop this run. Well, that that narrative has, has now changed because if you do load the gaps and you do make that commitment to the box and cause problems, Michigan's going to dunk it right over your head and make big plays. So that'll be fun to watch because it's something that we hadn't seen with consistency all year long. But the uh, you know, defensively, it doesn't change either. This defensive secondary is going to continue to be up in people's faces, making plays, contest the football, tackle hard, and then that defense find a way to cause his corporate problems to make him think about protection instead of his routes. Doug Skeen joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, our Michigan Big Ten Championship preview show. We're partnering with the team for the Wolverine.com and on3.com. So is this a national championship level team? I think what they did to the number two team in America. Uh, last Saturday uh, in Columbus 
I, I look at what I said prior to that game that I thought they would run the table and finish undefeated. I, I don't see a glaring weakness an opponent could exploit, even with a team that's banged up right now. When you look at Morris and Corum, uh, are they a national championship level squad right now? Right now, I think the answer is yes. I mean, before Ohio State, well, there was certainly more questions because we had not seen the ability to throw that football with any success down the field. And the other thing that we've got to is you got a quarterback who's involved his head and get after someone that's not on every offensive line. I just loves that. I can tell you how happy that makes me to see a quarterback do that, in spite of the fact that we get nervous about a guy getting hurt. But the moment in the now the big big picture, but I yet I think he was disciplined enough to understand the steps and take the there and it starts and against Purdue. The Michigan's absolutely in the conversation with any other team in America right now, and that's what makes us exciting. I think there's definitely some challenges out there with these teams that are going to be in it's normal. And I don't know that is the same Georgia as they were a year ago. Obviously they're outstanding. But are they the same team of the same defensive front from the year? No, but they're still obviously the team to beat. Uh, what's your prediction on Saturday night? Uh, Bill, I see this is going to be a Michigan win, but I think Purdue's going to you know, come in there and they got a little piece of the house on their end. They got everything. Michigan's going to win this game uh, 30, you know, 35-ish, 21, 24-ish. I don't anticipate a blowout like we did a year ago. Uh, against Iowa, I think, you know, have and, and so, but I feel pretty good about Michigan second Big Ten championship in a row, and then it's off to the playoffs, and this will be exciting. Another exciting New Year's. I can't wait. Yeah, amazing. Back to back years. You know, I, I thought last year everything went right outside of the Georgia game, and no way they can do it again, even with the schedule. And here they are, twelve and zero. One at Ohio State, check that box. Get Purdue in the Big Ten title game on Saturday night. And now, guaranteed, the college football playoff. There's no drama. It's a wait and see on what their seeding will be based on what happens uh, this weekend and the final thoughts of the college football playoff committee. Doug, I look forward to our next conversation because it will be about Michigan either as Big Ten champions or, at worst, uh, their matchup in the college football playoff. I look forward to the bell. Thanks for having me, and go blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer Guest Sign, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. If you have a comment on Michigan-Purdue or the rest of the season, including college football playoffs, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the Huge text chain, where you can text us anytime you want to, including during the Michigan-Purdue game Saturday night. Just text the word HUGE to 21,000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The season may well have ended for Michigan State's football team on the field. That's what likely has happened with a 5-7 and seven final record and likely no bowl bid coming up. And off the field, there's a brand new season that's just underway. Mel Tucker, now three years 
years under his belt at the Spartan Helm obviously has got a number of decisions to make on personnel, both players and coaches, and maybe anybody else within the department. The Spartans obviously were disappointed in the way this whole thing worked out after winning their two opening games easily, but ran into a buzzsaw once they played at Washington, lost five out of six games, got it back to 500, and lost to Indiana and to Penn State to end it at 5-7. and seven. Disappointing for the Spartans, to be sure. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. The Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, they're at home tonight inside Van Andel Arena. You can see top-shelf basketball with a buy-one ticket, get-one free on the Tuesday promotion with the Grand Rapids Gold. Buy-one ticket, get-one free. The Grand Rapids Gold are at home tonight. Tip-off a little after 7 p.m. inside Van Andel Arena. If you need tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com or your local ticket outlet or the Van Andel Arena box office. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. This is our Michigan Big Ten Championship preview show, plus a look back at the 12 games. Wolverines, national champions? After the year they brought the Michigan Nation last year, they're taking it to the next level. Harbaugh in the reload, not rebuild stage. What do you think of Michigan Purdue? Your huge predictions. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Can opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge out of 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and follow the schedule and promotions. Just search Grand Rapids Gold 
And check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go talk about Michigan football. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, another one of the Michigan insiders, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. And uh, Anthony, just when we thought 2021 was fantastic, 2022 goes next level for Harbaugh in Michigan. Yeah, and it's been businesslike too. You know, there were there were times during that uh, 2021 season where you know you play a tight game against Rutgers and you played a tight game at Nebraska and you escape uh, Penn State and those types of things. Where outside of the Illinois game, um, this has kind of been wire to wire dominance from from the Wolverines. And I think the most striking thing about it is they found a way to go 12 and 0. Uh, they went into Columbus and kind of beat Ohio State at their own game. Uh, they took away the big plays, and they made their own big plays through the air, which is not is not what the recipe has been, and it's not what we, you know, it's what you hoped it would look like uh, with Blake Corum out. But um, everything that they said that they were capable of came to fruition this year again, and it's you know not to, you know not that there have been Michigan teams that have been all bark and no bite, but th- these guys spoke this into existence again and did it again and pretty much have been wire-to-wire dominant throughout this entire season. It is, uh, it, uh, it remains the most stunning coaching turnaround I've seen uh, over these last two years. It's been incredible. Yeah, and it's a turnaround that has put Michigan in a place that all the fans expected Harbaugh to take them. Maybe some thought it would happen sooner, but from the day he was hired, that they wanted that Ohio State-like program. That was the first uh, level. And then something that, you know, Saban built, not necessarily everything Saban has achieved, but those Oklahoma's Clemson's, Alabama's Georgia's. And then you look at what Michigan did at Ohio State on the road, and that, to me, defines a great team in any sport at any level, high school, college, and pro, what you can do on the road against quality opponents. That was a number two team in America, and they just whipped their asses in the second half. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, I'll say, great Ohio State team, and one that at points throughout the year looked like they kind of had gotten that, that edge back that they had been missing, but obviously still missing the the key ingredients that made them so feared and so dangerous during the Urban Meyer era. Um, Michigan doesn't play afraid of, of those guys anymore. Um, you know, winning at a clip that they have, twenty four and two over their last twenty six games, that's the type of stuff. You know, once you do it two years in a row, we can call that sustained sustained success now. And that's how Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State and Georgia, that's how those teams stay in the conversation. And you know, for Michigan, the tide is completely turned. I mean, you are the preeminent program in the Big Ten now. Uh, last year, you know, when you go back and watch that Ohio State game last year it's pretty clear that that team wasn't a fluke i mean that was another game where for 60 minutes you beat their ass and you went out and you did it again the next week in indianapolis and won a big 10 title so you know not that anyone was putting asterisk next to it but the fact that you were able to go out and do it again and to be frank do it in a different way as it pertains to that ohio state game um this is a program that has has seen it all at this point it's it's built itself to be one that is mentally tough they don't make mistakes. They don't shoot themselves in the foot. And they are just unflappable. And in those gotta have it moments, 
they're the team that's making the plays now. Uh, it hasn't been that way before. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh teams in the past have won 10 games and, and nine games in a year, but typically those two or three games that you've lost in those seasons, you didn't make enough plays against the best teams on your schedule. Now, not only are you making all the plays, but when it comes to, you know, the Penn States and, and uh, Ohio States of the world, when it's all said and done, like they're getting their asses kicked after they play you and they're kind of questioning themselves, uh, throwing themselves into an identity crisis. It's, um, that is how, like there are things on the recruiting trail and NIL that can probably pick up, need to pick up, but the mentality, the culture, culture is the biggest thing. That's how you stay in the conversation. And, and I see no signs of this thing slowing down anytime soon for, for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us along with On3.com. We're presenting our Michigan football Big Ten championship preview and a look back at the Wolverine season, which isn't finished yet at 12-0 and after that impressive win over Ohio State. Uh, this matchup with Purdue, because I, I, a lot of people are looking ahead to the college football playoff. I believe Michigan uh, has a spot guaranteed regardless of what happens Saturday night against the Boilermakers. But from a pure football uh, Michigan versus Purdue on Saturday night. Uh, Michigan checks the box on how many on what side and where is Purdue even in the conversation with Michigan? Yeah, I think when you look at the three teams that they could have played heading into last week, and it was it was obviously Iowa, uh, Purdue, and uh, Illinois. Um, you know, if Iowa had taken care of business against Nebraska, you have a rematch with them. If Purdue had lost at I or at uh, at Indiana. You'd have had a rematch with Illinois. Uh, this is the best. This is the best matchup for them, I think. When you look at what you, you know, just comparing the teams that you've seen, one, it helps that Purdue hasn't played Michigan this year. You know, we know the old adage is it's tough to beat a team two times in, the, in a season. But um, you know, this uh, when I look at what Purdue is going to do to challenge Michigan, it probably looks a lot similar to what the Maryland and Indiana games looked like. I mean, they're going to. These are teams that run the football at a, as a change of pace, you know. But they they want to throw it. These are up tempo offensive teams. You know, Purdue is is a team that's going to want to chuck it around the yard. So that's to me, um, you know, if if Purdue's best shot is getting Michigan into a shootout, all of a sudden you're a Michigan as a team. Michigan feels pretty good about its pass offense because you know they had talked about all season about leaving meat on the bone and and leaving those those deep balls on the field. Well, now there's some confidence there. You've seen it executed in games and in big moments. So I do wonder if it's kind of um, – if that's a turning point for at least what Michigan looks like there too. But in terms of this matchup, I mean, we know, we know the narrative of the Big Ten West. You don't often win the Big Ten West. You just kind of survive it and wind up in Indianapolis. And uh, credit to Purdue, they stayed, they stayed to it. Uh, it is a very good football team. Uh, remember the first week of the season, they nearly knocked off Penn State on a Thursday night, and uh, you know at times have have looked like Jeff Brown's best team at Purdue. But I just feel like Michigan, this Michigan team is so locked in. They are so uh, you know even last year's team, you felt like there might have been an yeah that was such an emotional win over Ohio State that you're sitting there wondering uh, is there a letdown possible this week? Uh, I don't see that for this Michigan team. Uh, I see a team that is focused. I see a team that knows that. So at this point, they're kind of playing with house money, given the fact that they're going to be in the playoff. But um, they want to dictate the terms of what that looks like, and to be that two seed, or you know, if things break a certain way, maybe the one seed um, 
I think that the uh, they'll, they'll be able to handle this one Saturday pretty pretty handily. Anthony Broom, part of the Wolverine.com team, joining us from Ann Arbor. Full coverage around the clock on Michigan-Purdue and all the way through the college football playoff at the Wolverine.com, part of the On3.com. Uh, it's our Big Ten championship game preview on the Michigan side. Anthony, we'll talk next week, see where Michigan's headed. Uh, will they be the Big Ten champions or maybe that four seed in the college football playoff? Sounds great. Thank you guys for having me again. All right, Anthony Broon checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Gear up for the Wolverines and the Big Ten title game. Quality license, official Michigan gear. A huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. Let's go talk about... Uh, the Purdue side of that Big Ten title game Saturday night in Indy. Greg Rakestraw is an Indy sports radio guy. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, man, Purdue on the outside came and stole the Big Ten. Not stole it, earned it. Uh, the Big Ten West with the collapse of the other teams. We have said this over the course of the last eight or nine years, Huge, that Purdue is the benefactor of geography. If you draw, if you take the dividing line between east and west, it is that narrow space between Bloomington and West Lafayette. So Purdue has had the easier run, and finally they are able to cash in on it. As the only team to be more than one game above 500 of the Big Ten West, they get that opportunity to play at Lucas Oil Stadium in this, the 12th playing of the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, I was looking at uh, their schedule, and uh, not the marquee wins, just a, a solid no. season for Purdue. They weren't blown out often. Uh, how would you describe this matchup looking at what you've seen from Michigan and what you've seen from Purdue football this year? Purdue is a heavy underdog, but let's also acknowledge that in the last month of the season, Michigan struggled to beat Illinois. Purdue handled Illinois pretty cleanly uh, in Champaign. So is Michigan the better football team? Absolutely they are. But Purdue is just dangerous enough uh, and they will have zero pressure on them whatsoever going into this football game on, on Saturday, where obviously Michigan is playing just to make sure they secure their spot in the college football playoff. So it's a puncher's chance. Just go play. Purdue has a program, has a history of, of, of pulling off upset. It's why they are known as the spoiler makers. They will lean into that history coming up on Saturday. But this is kind of a house money game. Just go play and see what happens. So you have a quarterback, I think, at any level, high school, college, or pro. You're always in a game. And Purdue has an offense. I like their coaching staff. And like I said, I haven't seen them get rolled too often uh, right. this season. So competitive every week. It's going to be half Purdue, half Michigan fans in Indy. That's big when you're playing in your home state. Uh, why do you think beyond QB play that Purdue has a chance to win this game? I think they've got weapons at different positions. You know, so Charlie Jones transfer from Iowa has just been a godsend of this football team. He has been tremendous. He and Aiden O'Connell know each other dating back to their high school days, and that connection has been obvious since day one. Payne Durham's an NFL tight end. Uh, he is a weapon for this football team. Devin Mockabee is quite the story. Devin is a kid from southern Indiana, from Boonville, which is just outside of Evansville, which is not exactly known for producing Division One football players. He was going to go play at Navy uh, out of Boonville High School. 
school, whatever reason that kind of fell through, he's a walk-on at Purdue, and he has been a godsend. Dylan Downing is a local kid from Carmel that played at UNLV, transferred closer to home. He, too, is a walk-on for this football team. Purdue can do enough offensively where they can move the football relatively consistently against most teams that they play. Defensively, they're solid, not spectacular. Can they slow down Michigan's running game? That is the big if. But I do think that Purdue has enough weapons offensively. They don't have to win 17-14. You know, I, I think this can be a little higher scoring game, and Purdue's still got a shot because they have, at, at all three skill positions plus quarterback, they've got upper echelon Big Ten talent, which gives them a chance in this game. That's why when uh, it was all crazy the last couple, three weeks in the Big Ten West, I kept saying on air here across Michigan that if you're a Michigan fan, you want Iowa or Wisconsin. That Purdue brings the most offense to the table, but it was just a war of attrition in the Big Ten West. It was crazy. Absolutely, and, and the craziness started for Purdue early in the season. You know, we always equate September football with non-conference football. Well, obviously, the season opener for Purdue wasn't. It was Penn State. That was a game they led most of the way and probably should have won. They handed Syracuse the game, their lone non-conference loss that they had in September. Um, they lost each of those two games with under a minute left to go. Wisconsin seemingly is is history at this point for Purdue. Uh, I'm not sure they'll ever beat the Badgers again. I'm sure they will. But it's been that rough of a stretch for Purdue against Wisconsin over the course of the last 20 years. The Iowa game was the one where history goes in the other direction. Shoot, Purdue beat Iowa and Iowa City last year. They were the second-ranked team in the country. And Purdue beat that football team last year. So the Iowa game was the head scratcher, knowing how offensively challenged the Hawkeyes have been for some time. So, you know, Purdue as a program, Bill, is still at a, at a, at a spot where, you know, an eight win season is a good season for them. They've had some high moments under Jeff Brom, but they've also seemingly had equally low moments in terms of finding ways to, to lose games. So, listen, everybody around here understands Purdue won the JV division. Okay? The better, the far better teams were in the eastern half of the conference this year. And that's been the case for a while, and Purdue still hasn't made it this far. So, uh, the obvious goal for, for Michigan playing the college football playoff. And to do that, you guarantee that spot by winning on Saturday. For Purdue, they don't have any of those aspirations. They're happy to be here. And now it's a matter of, again, you know, play loose, free, relax, go have a good time, and see if you can hang with one of the best programs in college football. Greg Regstraw, he is a sports radio guy in Indy, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Purdue and Michigan Saturday night, Big Ten Championship game in downtown Indianapolis. Greg, good to hear your voice again. Uh, enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bill, my friend, it's always good to catch up. Anytime you need me, give me a call. Yeah, Greg Regstraw, he's always been a pro. We've talked to him for over, like, 15 years uh, when it comes to anything down in Indy. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 
$25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money with Cyberbucks, Perks, and Meyer. Save every time you shop with Cyberbucks. Clip the Perks coupon before checkout to save $10, $20, or up to $30. Redeem on each qualifying purchase now through December 3rd. Plus, get 50% off select outerwear and the entire stock of sleepwear for the family. And 30% off select Lego playsets. Get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Remember, you can also listen live weekdays at 3. Our stream is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Along with the Wolverine.com team and On3.com, we're getting together for a Michigan-Purdue Big Ten Championship preview. Also looking back at the perfect regular season, 12-0 for Harbaugh, the Big Ten Coach of the Year, and the mighty Wolverines, 17-point favorite on Saturday night in the Big Ten title game. And also the impact that this year, along with last year, has had and will have on recruiting. He's one of the top recruiting insiders in the business from the Wolverine.com and on 3.com, E.J. Holland. He is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, been a long time. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, from last year to what is still is happening this year with Michigan in the Big Ten championship game, uh, there's no way they're not going to make the college football playoff. Uh, the impact it's having and has had and will have on Harbaugh's recruiting classes. Yeah, definitely. You know, last year was obviously a very successful season, beating Ohio State, getting to the college football playoff, but it really didn't translate over to the recruiting trail. Uh, you had a lot of staff movement, as you know, which is switching positions, new additions. You had both coordinators leave. You had Harbaugh's flirtation with the NFL. You had NIL come into play on the recruiting side of things. So, that's kind of led to a little bit of a disappointing class right now. Michigan's 2023 recruiting class ranks 21st 
in the nation, just one spot ahead of Michigan State. So not super ideal coming off a college football playoff, but now that Michigan has proved that, hey, it's not a flash-in-the-pan type of deal, you know, we beat Ohio State for the second straight year. Looks like another college football playoff appearance. I think it's setting the stage for the 2024 recruiting class to be extremely special. I think uh, anything outside of a top five class next year would be a bit of a disappointment. You know, if uh, we can avoid the horrible NFL rumors and if the staff stays mostly intact, I do think that, you know, the sky's the limit on the recruiting trail coming off such another big year on the field. EJ Holland, recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com and on 3.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. I would think the flirtation with the NFL is done because, and I talked to Clayton Safey earlier from the Wolverine.com, I think when this season is over that they're going to make Harbaugh as well compensated as any college football coach in America. If they don't do that, then they could lose him. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, if they if they minimize the staff turnover, if Harbaugh shuts down everything NFL-related and Michigan gets him signed to a bigger contract, I think that, again, the sky's the limit with 2024 recruiting. Michigan is in a really, really good spot with uh, top 100 quarterback Jaden Davis out of Charlotte Providence Day. He's been the best quarterback recruit on Michigan's board that the Wolverines have been trending towards since J.J. McCarthy. I think if they land Davis, who is set to make a decision here before the end of the calendar year, that gives you the number 17 overall prospect in the nation and a quarterback leading the class, which, again, Michigan hasn't had since J.J. McCarthy. I think if you have Harbaugh standing firm, with Michigan, and you have Davis leading the 2024 class, uh, it, it's really going to set up well for the Wolverines. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that uh, he would leave Michigan now. You're going to get guys like McCarthy and Edwards back, a lot of young talent still contributing, did contribute this past weekend uh, in Columbus. You're talking about recruiting now on the uptick, if not uh, rising fast off of uh, back-to-back incredible you know, Alabama-like seasons, uh, big boy football. I, again, you have to win national championships, but uh, Michigan's in that conversation uh, with all these five-star hubs. Uh, I, I think Harbaugh's there in a position now to just to reload like he did this year, and it's it's no more rebuilding or you're a one-class wonder and you're going to be good every four years. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like I said, I, I feel like 24 is setting up nicely. You know, 23 isn't exactly where it's at, but we're still a month away from signing day. So you could have a few surprises. You know, last year Michigan was able to close strong. Uh, a lot of their daytime recruits came really late. The hope is Michigan can get some late surprises. They're still very much in play. For five-star athlete Nicholas Harbor out of Washington, D.C., the number one rated athlete in the country who's taking his recruitment uh, down into February. So, um, again, Michigan can close strong on the recruiting trail and build off the momentum of the win over Ohio State. We had more than 100 recruits react to the win over at the Wolverine.com. So definitely a lot of buzz coming off the win over the Buckeyes. Uh, and like I've repeated over and over throughout the show, you know, 2024 is setting up to be a, a great class for Michigan. Ohio State is a perennial and a top five recruiter. Uh, how many big time recruits were in Columbus this past Saturday and watched Michigan kick the 
Buckeyes' butts. How many did Ohio State have on that side? Yeah, no, uh, actually working on something uh, for that today over at the Wolverine, but they had, I believe, more than 50 recruits on campus with a lot of them being big Michigan targets. And, you know, Michigan is working hard. One of the biggest takeaways of the weekend is Michigan is working hard to rebuild a bridge into Ohio. You know, some of the best players to ever play at Michigan were from the state of Ohio. So Steve Klinkscale, Michigan's co-defensive coordinator and area recruiter in Ohio, uh, is doing a tremendous job of that. Coming out of the win over Ohio State, Michigan landed four um, four recruits out of Ohio. So they got four commitments in four days from Ohio, uh, with two having been at the game as uh, Ohio State guests on 300 offensive lineman Luke Hamilton in the 2024 recruiting class and three-star cornerback uh, Cameron Calhoun in the 2023 recruiting class. So you had two guys that were there uh, see Michigan win and then commit just, you know, 48 hours later or less. So uh, wow. even Calhoun was uh, celebrating on the field with Michigan while wearing an Ohio State go, yeah. tag. Well, buddy, so, uh, that, that says it all. I got to get to uh, the end of this hour. EJ Holland for the Wolverine.com on 3.com, one of the top recruiting insiders. Thank you, my man. Yep, appreciate it. All right, EJ Holland checking in. Remember, 24-7, you can follow everything Michigan football at thewolverine.com. Big. Bad. Huge.